With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Yes, sir. We ring the bell for very good reasons sometimes. We ring the bell just because we're happy other times. But it's for a very good reason today. Jonathan Taylor, the AFC Offensive Player of the Week. How about that? He ran the ball exceptionally well, and we'll tell you exactly how well he ran the ball. That coming up in a little bit. We're going to talk about the chances. According to the ESPN matchup predictor, the chances of the Colts winning each of their remaining games. Kind of interesting. And then you aggregate those percentages, and you come up with the chance, the percentage chance that the Colts are going to be able to win uh, how many games? So there you go. We're going to talk about that because it's Optimism Wednesday. And we've got to find some optimism. They're four, five, and one, and they could be worse. They could be a little bit better. Could have beaten the Texans, obviously, should have beaten the Texans. Uh, Hot Rod Blankenship is out of work because he didn't get the Texans beat. And then <laughs> there are a lot of guys out of work because. Uh, the Commanders didn't get beat by the Colts. So there you go. Uh, those two wins, and all of a sudden, it's six and four instead of four, five, and one. But you know what? It could be two and eight, two, or two and nine uh, right now, whatever, two and eight. That, that's the math. Let's talk about sports. And we're going to talk about the Pacers a little bit. Rocking the colors. The Pacers, every day, the Pacers weigh this is inside Indiana Sports now with Kent Sterling. For Wednesday, right? It's Wednesday, November 16, 2022. Brought to you by the great people at BUSR, BUSR.com slash Kent. Your initial deposit, the people at BUSR will match up to uh, $2,500 at a rate of 150%. Ooh, BUSR.com slash Kent. Let's go, right? Hit the subscribe button. Make sure you hit the subscribe button. We are going to have really, really cool giveaways next week, the week after, the week after that, four weeks in a row. And you got to be a subscriber to win. That's all you have to do. It doesn't cost you nothing. It's not a lottery. All you have to do is hit the subscribe button, and it doesn't cost you a cent. Got to get to 10,000. Psyched about 10,000. Let's go. Um, Hit the like button. Ring the bell, right? If you want to donate, donate. You want me to answer your question, I'll do it when you ask. If you donate, uh, we will interrupt the show based upon the economics of the situation. It's what we do. Love Optimism Wednesday. Me too, Mark. It's my favorite. I love being positive. All right, Jonathan Taylor, like I said, the AFC Offensive Player of the Week. That's very cool. Let's go over the rest of the schedule that the Colts have. They got the Eagles this week. According to ESPN, 
their matchup predictor. The Colts have a 31.2% chance of winning that game. Then you got the Steelers, 68.4%. Steelers stink on ice this year. Their offense is pathetic. Then they're at the Cowboys. Ooh, Colts, only a 19% chance to win that game. At the Vikings, 29.9% chance to win that game. Against the Chargers, 43.2. At the Giants, 39.9. And against the Texans, 62.5. That's five-eighths. I can do that in my head. So, total, add it all up, and then divide it by the seven games, and what you come up with is 42% average to win each week. 42%, that's not great, but what it is is three-sevenths. And that would give the Colts three plus the four, seven, nine, and one as their record. This is based on analytics and based on the, the geniuses at ESPN who've come up with some kind of, some kind of formula to, to predict who's going to win games and who's not going to win games. And we know that analytics aren't worth a damn Frank Reich sold his house three days ago, four days ago, because he trusted analytics to a great degree and, and really to a fault. We're not going to trust analytics because if you trust analytics, that, that violates the spirit of Optimism Wednesday. Am I right or am I right? Of course I'm right. But all of a sudden, like if you beat the Eagles, then what you got? then you've still got a great chance to win three, right? You just need to find one upset to get to 8-8-1. Eight, 8-8-1, eight, and, one. Eight, eight and one, that's going to be a tough putt to get to the playoffs. But if you go 9-7-1, you've got a hell of a chance to get to the playoffs. We'll see if the Colts can do that. I think it's going to be a really interesting game on Sunday. I think when the thing about Jeff Saturday that works – and this is according to people there, and it's according to our life experience. At a certain point in your life, you have gathered enough experience to look at a situation and see it as being very, very positive, very negative, or somewhere in between. This, I think, is very, very positive because what Jeff Saturday is doing, because, like he said, he's drinking water out of a fire hose, right? You have to simplify process. And by simplifying process, you make it easier for your staff, in this case the roster and the coaching staff, to execute at a high level. When you complicate things... I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's tough to execute. The Colts, 
They have been in the process over the last nine days of simplifying, simplifying, simplifying. Simple is better. Look at John Wooden, man. John Wooden, granted, he had more talent than anybody because Sam Gilbert was running around with duffel bags filled with cash. That aside, I love John Wooden. He kept it simple. Run one offense and run it better than anybody else runs their offense with the best talent. And you win championships. Colts, getting simple. Simplify the process and you improve the execution. That's straight math. That's the kind of analytics that I can get behind 150%. All right. Um, you know, it used to be, we're going to get into analytics again for a second. It used to be that when Jonathan Taylor, not hitting 100 yards, but hitting 90 yards, when he ran for more than 90 yards, it meant that the Colts were going to win. Those days are over. Yes, they won in Vegas with Jonathan Taylor running for more than a hunch, running for more than 140, right? But the game prior to that, that he ran for more than 100, which was against the Texans, they tied. And the game prior to that, that he ran for 100 or better, that was also against the Raiders. That was at home last year. There are people out of work because of that game last year, or at least in different cities, Carson Wentz. If they win that game, Carson Wentz is still the quarterback of the Colts. Frank Reich is still the coach. Like things in the NFL, man, the great thing about the NFL, spectacular thing about the NFL, they play 17 games. In the NBA, they play 82, right? So one NFL game is really worth about five NBA games. In baseball, they play 162, so double it. That's worth about 10. One loss in the NFL is a 10-game losing streak in Major League Baseball. That's awesome, right? But that's Jonathan Taylor and his importance. We're talking about running the football a little bit today because everybody in the comments section this morning and yesterday is saying, you run the football, you control the clock, blah, 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 blah. So we're talking about that a little bit. Um, the Colts, right now, they are averaging 4.1 yards per rush attempt. That's better than they were last week, right? For two really good reasons. Jonathan Taylor's 66-yard run and Matt Ryan's 39-yard run. You strip those two runs out of the process, out of the total, take away two runs for how many yards is that? Uh, 105, right? And all of a sudden, that per carry average drops to 3.7. Did you know the Chicago Bears are the first team in the history of the National Football League? Five straight games, they have run the ball for two and a quarter or better. Isn't that amazing? Like, you think, the way everybody's talking about running the ball, and I get it because it's the Eagles and you want to control the clock and blah, 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 blah. Yes, but wouldn't you think, wait, well, let me ask you. What would you guess the Bears' record is during that five-game stretch, where in every one of them they have run for two and a quarter? Da 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 da. One and four. What are we celebrating? What are we doing in the NFL's release today? Talking about oh, something to watch. 
You know, the, the Bears could become the third team in history to run for 200 yards or more in six straight games. They're the first team to run for two and a quarter in five straight games during the same season. They're one and four. Who gives a damn? Are you kidding? Why? All right. Interesting, though. Right, okay, so let's talk about the Eagles a little bit. Something interesting about the Eagles, because we always look at penalties. Which team is more disciplined than its opponent? Because penalties sometimes can, can really raise hell in, in a, how it affects a team's ability to win or lose, like you saw with the Raiders. Raiders, 74 yards of penalties, Colts, 25. It really weighed heavily in favor of the Colts. The Eagles have committed 50 penalties, and their opponents have committed 50 penalties. Exactly. How weird is that? Uh, they uh, Opponents are averaging 4.7 yards per carry against. That's 25th in the NFL. That's why people say, look, run the damn ball against the Eagles, because the Eagles can be had if you run the ball well. Yes, that's true. Although... Over the last five games, it's kind of like the Bears deal, but in reverse. Over the last five games, four of which the Eagles won, they lost Monday night against the Commanders. We all know that. They have allowed rushing 124, 134, 144, 168, and 152. Gaining 100 yards against the Eagles doesn't mean squat. They're 4-1 and one in those games uh, where their opponents ran for 124 or better, all right? Um, let's talk about the Pacers a little bit. Pacers, Hornets tonight. We talked about it this morning and yesterday. Pacers have got the Hornets tonight. Then they are at Houston on Friday. Saturday, they're back home against the Magic. Then Monday, they play the Magic again. They're trying to kind of curtail travel and, and be smart stewards of the environment and the economy and all of that stuff. So, great. They're playing some... We saw the uh, Pacers do it a little bit earlier this year with the two games they played against the Nets. So you got to play them twice at home anyway, or on the road anyway, so why not do it boom, boom, like that? Good for them. That's fine. Those, those three teams over four games, they're terrible. They're not good. This is a team, the Pacers, if they win all four of these games, they're 10-6. and six. A fifth of the way through the season, they're going to be four games over 500 if they win these four games, which they should. So the question needs to be asked, do you trade Buddy Heald? Yes, I think you do because you can't get anything in return for Miles Turner is the last year of his contract unless you add a sweetener. And Buddy Heald's a good sweetener. I love Buddy Heald. The way he came to Indiana last year after that trade for Domas Sabonis, where they also got Tyrese Halliburton, what a fleecing, frankly. Buddy Heald has balled out. He is playing with great energy and enthusiasm, and it's wonderful to watch. He is a part of the reason that the Indiana Pacers are fun to watch and that they're a surprise team at 6-6 six and six right now with some quality wins. Sure, it's Halliburton, and Benedict Matherin has been really, really good. But Buddy Heald has been a good leader on this team and, and a leader in action and words, right? He's going out and playing hard every single night. And I think it's wonderful. But this is a rebuild, 
and the fact that the Pacers are winning cannot curtail Kevin Pritchard in his desire to rebuild this roster. You just can't. You know what? This It's not about going 44 and 38. It's about finding a way to 55 or 60, getting a high seed in the playoffs, and getting into the Eastern Conference Finals and hoping that you're lucky enough to get to the NBA Finals and win a championship. That's what it's about, and you do not do it without more draft capital, and that is why you sent Heald along with Turner, and it'll make me sad because I like Buddy Heald and the way he's playing, but that is what you have to do to win in the NBA. I'm checking to see if the injury report uh, is out. It is not. That's the way it goes. The only thing we really want to see, we want to see Johnny Woods. We want to see Quiddy Pay. I don't think Quiddy Pay is going to play. I think Johnny Woods has got a chance. We'll keep our fingers crossed for both. We will keep you updated on Twitter, elsewhere. Anything interesting happens, we do a YouTube short immediately. And then tomorrow morning, breakfast with Kent. Bright and early, the ass crack at dawn, 7 o'clock. Can't wait to talk to you then. <laughs>